How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. In today's episode, we have Sabrina, also known as Disney Fit Mama, on the on the podcast. And she's going to talk a little bit about herself, how she got into fitness, what it's like to be a mother of three, and still keep that drive and keep that motivation going in regards to staying on the course and living a, a healthy and a fit life. So sit back, enjoy. This episode was pre-recorded via FaceTime. So if you're catching the audio version, feel free to click on the link below if you guys want to watch the video version on YouTube. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it. How have you been? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I want to thank you for being a part of this podcast and coming on. Of course. Thank so, you for asking me. I've never been on one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I see all these fit posts and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, this girl, she definitely has a story. I, I want to get yeah. you on and I want to hear it. And so I kind of wanted to know what got you into fitness to begin with. Well, I mean, I've always been into fitness. I was cheerleading in high school and I would work out when they used to have a gold's gym in Santa Maria <laughs> by Costco. That was so long ago. And, I mean, I, but I was doing like, you know, cardio. That's like all I ever did. And I would go to the women's room, you know, because I was always so embarrassed to go work out with all these other, you see all these fit guys working out. So I would always be in the women's room doing the little bit of weights, but mostly cardio. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've always somewhat been into fitness. I just didn't know what to do. And then um, in 2009, I had my son and I went from like a hundred and I think I was like 110 pounds to like 160, 65 pounds. So I gained a lot of weight with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like five foot, like. I'm five, two and a half. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, height to weight ratio. I mean, it was a pretty big jump for you then. Yeah, really big. I've never that I've never been like that like at all in my life. So after I had him, I dropped the like thirty pounds pretty fast. But then after that, it was really hard. Like I didn't like it just wasn't coming off. And then I started Weight Watchers. Yeah. And that helped a lot. And then that's when then Instagram came around around that time. And then I started seeing like girls, like moms that were doing competitions. And I was like, well, if they could do it, like, why can't I, yeah. you know, the typical. <laughs> and <laughs> so I got really into, I started really working out at the gym and then I found a trainer online and she helped me with my first competition. And just from there, then it went from there. <laughs> <laughs> And you say you started with Weight Watchers, and I feel like a lot of people, they they tend to have that first stepping stone, whether it's a Weight mm -hmm. Watchers or whether it's like uh, a class that the gym is offering, like Body Pump or mm -hmm. even Zumba. So mm -hmm. when it came to segueing into training for competition, how did that mindset or how did that mentality really change from, okay, I'm doing this as a casual thing, and now there's there's goals intended now? Oh, yeah, that was really hard. Well, like, like the whole food situation, like, that was really hard. Like, the whole chicken breast, 
the <laughs> asparagus and and everything like that was honestly like the only hard part like I love working out like that part wasn't hard it was just like the food that yeah. was hard because you know I would go out with my family and they're eating this and that and I'm stuck with this <laughs> <laughs> especially when it comes down to competition time and you're in the final weeks oh, leading yeah. up to it then the diet yeah. is extremely strict. I'm pretty sure emotions, everything is sort of all in the air. It's a whirlwind. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it was it it was really hard. And then just like with with having a baby at that time, that that was well. I had two babies at that time. Actually, I forgot to mention I then got pregnant again with my daughter um, before I did my first competition. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So, but with her, I. With that pregnancy, I was more active because I learned my lesson to not gain that weight again. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this again. I'm not. No. So when my daughter only gained like 20, I think it was like 27 pounds. And oh, okay. I lost that like pretty fast. I think that's pretty and, average too, like 20 to 30 pound bump for pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, you know, I lost it, I want to say within a month. And, um, after that, I just, that's when I really, really, really got into it. So having those, having my two babies, that was hard. Like having that mindset and yeah. then especially like peak week, <laughs> 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 that was hard. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. That definitely has to be a, a bit of a, a hurdle to get over mentally because your first pregnancy, you put on a lot. Your second pregnancy, you definitely learned the lesson, but you yeah. still put on weight when when you're getting pregnant. And so, what was that? What was that like for you mentally to see that weight come back on after you had already gotten in shape? Was it was it hard for you to see that change, or was it like this is just a part of the process of motherhood? And after the baby was born, I'm just going to get right back on the grind. Oh no, it was really hard. Like. My body went through major changes, especially with my first, because I gained so much weight. Of course, then you get the stretch marks, and I never, I did not have stretch marks before, so yeah. now I'm like dealing with that. It like messes with your head. And I remember after I had my son, we went to Florida. We went to, and we were. I went with my family to Miami. Then you see all these girls in bikinis. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over here trying to like cover up, and I'm like, really? So I mean, it, it did mess with my head, but yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, it, you know, of course, like it's worth it as long as your baby's healthy and everything. Yeah. But it, it did get to me, and especially with my second, because I got pregnant when my son was seven months. So as soon as I lost the weight with my son, then again, I, I had to, I gained twenty seven of it back. Oh man! <laughs> but I learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to again, kind of going on that you know, after having your child and everything and was it, was it difficult having to cut back on the gym with baby number two? Did you have, because I see some mothers, I mean, on social media, clearly they're like doing some CrossFit, they're doing like crazy stuff. I mean, did you have to sort of rank back your, your workout regimen? Did it have to change? Um, with my, with my second, yes, I did because I, I wasn't like really, I didn't have them the knowledge that I had with my third mm -hmm. about going to the gym. Like, oh, I could go lift this and go lift that. So I mostly stuck to like home workouts or like 
I had like pregnancy workout videos and I was like watching those. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing those. I was walking. Um, but with my third, uh, I, I still was like lifting pretty heavy weights. Oh, really? I, yeah. Because like I asked my uh, doctor if it was fine and she said that I'm all good. She, she said you could continue doing it. So I would go to the gym and I mean, I wasn't lifting as heavy as I, as I was previously, but I mean, I was lifting pretty heavy Yeah. and people used to come up to me at the gym and they're like, are you allowed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't allowed to, <laughs> but it was mostly like, um, it was mostly girls, honestly, that were coming up to me and saying that stuff. And yeah. then guys would come up to me and they'd be like, that's badass. Like, you're still working out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the girls that were like, are you allowed to do that? <laughs> yeah, I think that there's definitely like that. You could think maybe it's unsafe. And I think to a certain degree, yes. And if maybe you're at high risk, uh, you're having high risk pregnancy or history of high yeah. risk pregnancies, then clearly you you must take it easy. But if, if you've not, and I mean, definitely baby number three, you you know by now what you're capable yeah, yeah, of doing. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then with, with my, and then I always had my, my watch on. Oh, yeah. So I always like was watching like my heart rate, make sure it wasn't going all crazy. And, you know, um, but with my third, I, I did pretty good. I gained actually only 23 pounds with her. So that one was easy to get off too. Oh, okay. Yeah. And... Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the dieting pregnancy, mm -hmm. for example, when you were pregnant, did your food intake, I mean, were you, were you restricting your calories at that point or were you just like, you know, I'm eating for two, I'm just going to have to do what I need to do. This is, I'm pregnant first and. Well, with my second, um, I learned my lesson from my first, obviously. So I wasn't having the jack in the box at one in the morning. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> Clear, well, clearly it's not, you know, in and out runs and things like yeah, that. No, but. no, 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 that. Yeah. I wasn't like, I like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Did I have that? I did, but I like limit myself. Mm -hmm. And, but mostly I was doing like the clean eating, Yeah, you know? So I was, I was, I just was making sure I wasn't overdoing it because I, but I was, but at the same time, I wasn't like depriving myself. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. I wanted ice cream, I'm going to go get an ice cream. But then for dinner, I'm going to go have like chicken and broccoli. Like, you know, like, yeah. you know I'm going to keep it, keep it pretty clean. But if I want that, then I have to do this. Yeah. And definitely as a, during pregnancies, I mean, those cravings, they can come on pretty hard. However, oh, yeah. You know, sticking with things like whole foods and, and getting your nutrients, I mean, that's only beneficial. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking, exactly, the the nutrients for for the baby. You know, I wasn't like, no, you can't be eating for taste. You have to be eating for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you were saying that the you were able to get that baby weight off relatively quick for the, the, the second two. How long after the your children were born, did it take you, I mean, after baby number one, how long was it after baby number two and then after baby number three to get back into the gym, back on the diet and sort of on that course once again? Um, with my first, um, I want to say it was in within the three months, I was like going to the gym and all that. And then with my second, um, I want to say it was about the same. I think all of them, it was probably like within like 
well, except for my the, my third, I want to say it was as soon as she said I could work out, I was working out. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not messing around. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it becomes habitual after that. I mean, you- yeah, exactly. Because I missed the gym. Like it was killing me not to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> No, I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, I miss a day and I feel off. Like I woke up on the wrong side of the bed or there's just something missing in my life. It's, yeah, I definitely totally agree with that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so the intensities on your workout, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure after taking that much time off that the gains and the strength definitely diminished. I know that for myself, I'll do a deadlifting program and then I'll take a couple weeks off and then it's like, there goes all the strength. Like you kind of got to stick with it consistently. Yeah. And that, that was hard, like going to the gym and you think you could lift that 50 pounds and you go to lift and you're like, Oh yeah, no, I'm not going to even try. (laughs) (laughs) That That's hard. Yeah. So that definitely have to, had to be something very humbling then to, to step back in there and then, and so those energy levels, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you talked about you're talking about lifting weights now, and the most common misconception I feel that with women in the gym, and maybe there are some men too, is they do go to the gym and they're strictly cardio bunnies. I know that I'm guilty of that myself. When yeah. I first started, I would I would go into the gym and I figured if I did an hour of cardio, that I was good. And I I was like trying to like a video game, rank up the the calories burned, mm-hmm. but. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, on a on a physique point of view, it was not a good look to be like yeah. skinny fat. Yeah, exactly. So and that's what's in high school skinny fat. <laughs> <laughs> so was it when you were then transitioning to compete in in a competition that it was like you need to get in the weight room, or what? What made that change that sort of gave you like, oh, I need to lift weight. So this is just as as pivotal as cardio, if not more important. Um, I think it was just like the whole, like the whole seeing everybody on Instagram, like all the girls and like seeing their, their bikini figure, the bikini and figure and all that. And I learned like, okay, you can't just be doing cardio. You have to be lifting weights. Yeah. And like during my competitions, I actually, they they had me actually doing like kind of like a lot of cardio. Really? Yeah. um, I was doing like. 40 minutes probably 30 40 minutes which i was like surprised and i mean i did gain like muscle so that that was yeah i don't know about how all that but yeah i was actually doing kind of a lot of freaking cardio Um, (laughs) but now i really i hate cardio really oh my gosh i hate it (laughs) (laughs) so i mean i'm sorry oh no go ahead no, like if I do cardio, it's stairs. Yeah. I'm like, a big fan I, of stairs myself, so. I will not run. You will not catch me running. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm pretty sure people listening out there and people who follow you on your Instagram, they they see your physique. And how much cardio would you say? Because I'm pretty sure you do if you're doing stairs. How much would you say you average per week? To be honest, I do cardio probably once a week. <laughs> I mean, that's keeping it real because some some people, they need to know that. They, they need to see that, hey, when I see this figure on IG, that's an hour of cardio. And how Sorry. many... Uh, no worries. <laughs> and how many hours would you say of weight training are you hitting? 
Oh, I do. I'm probably at the gym for like an hour to an hour, 15 minutes. And basically that whole time I'm either doing bands or I'm doing um, weights. Like, I like honestly, lately I have, for the past maybe like two weeks, I have not been doing cardio. I've been doing what I've been doing is like lifting pretty heavy. Yeah. And I do um, supersets. And then I keep my breaks short, so it keeps my my heart rate up, so it I don't have to do, <laughs> do cardio. <laughs> well, because in a sense, it's like cardio. I mean, if your heart rate is up yeah. while lifting weights, and then I don't know if it's like bro science or it's actual science, but you your body will consistently burn more calories throughout the day after a day of lifting weights versus yeah. if you run on the treadmill, the calories burnt end once you stop. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. So that's why I'm like, whatever I could do that make me not do cardio. I'm doing it. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I would be in that same boat. Cardio for me is like the only time I, I get to my social media. So <laughs> I'll lift my weights yeah. and then it's like, okay, I'll get on the stairs. I'll check Instagram. I'll, you know, whatever. I'll make a post or something like that. Yeah, that's what I do too. Or I'll watch like YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. Got this makeup tutorial or something like that. <laughs> Well, I mean, when you're living the, you know, the mom life or for myself, the dad life, I mean, that's sort of your, your time away. Exactly. Cause it's either I could do go on my social media like there, or I have to wait until, especially YouTube. And I love watching YouTube. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even have cable. Like yeah, I go into like Costco and direct TV, they approach me and I'm like, sir, can we, can we talk to you about your, your cable service? And it's like, uh-huh. I have the internet, like anything yeah. I want to see. I can see uh-huh. it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because it's like, I, 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 exactly. I'm never on my TV. I'm always like on YouTube. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I, it's either I do it at the gym, like when I'm doing, when I do do stairs, or I have to wait until my kids are all asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and having children, I know that for myself, you know, carving out the time, making the time, for the gym is it's a very important thing. However, not taking the time away from being with them is even more important. So how do you find the time to to get to the gym? Like how does your sort of schedule shift or what sacrifices do you make in order to make time for the gym? Well, um I, from when I go to the gym, I wait until my kids are asleep. And then I have my parents, they watch my kids when I when I'm off to the gym. So usually when I go to the gym, it's like around nine. Okay. And, and um, so I go pretty late at night or on the weekends, I'll wake up early and um, I'll go then. But it is hard. Like when, like if they're sick or something yeah. happens and then I just can't go to the gym. And then now that I'm going to school, then with school, now I have to like, just try to fit, fit it in when I can. But you can't use the excuse that you have kids, you have school. Like, if you want to get it done, you get it done. Like, I used to get up at 4 in the morning to go yeah. to the gym. You know, you, <laughs> you have to do – I don't miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> that is but, early. Um, yeah, that, it was really early. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, no, and I totally agree with that. It's just when it comes down to spending time with family and the little ones, they're not going to understand they, they could probably care less if you have gains or not. 
it's yeah, a exactly. it's a personal thing for us as individuals, for me, for you, for anybody else who's in there. And when you're a part of that crowd too, like either the 4 a.m. crowd or the 9 p.m. crowd, I mean, they're usually in the same boat. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's definitely, I like that. You know, you, if you want to, if you want to get it done, you got to make the time. You just got to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just, I never use anything as an excuse. Like you, if I want to get it done, then I get it done. I make time for it. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to touch on a lot of the, or some of the posts that I've seen you making on your stories and it is in regards to keto or oh, then, yeah. or this is non keto friendly. Cause I've seen yeah. those. So I'm, I take it keto is your current, your current dieting approach. Yeah. I was doing a lot of, um, if it fits your macros. Yeah. And when, before I had my third, when I was like, to me, I honestly felt like that was like the best shape of my life right before I had my, my third. Um, I was doing if it fits your macros and I tried doing that again, but I felt that it wasn't like, um, I wasn't being too like disciplined on myself. Yeah. Like, Oh, you know, like I was like being too lenient, like, Oh, I could have this. It's like, if it fits your macros, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it can be a really slippery slope. It can. And, um, so I felt that I needed something different. I felt like my body was still like staying the same. So I was like, well, let me just try this keto thing. Yeah. And I feel, and I did go through like that whole keto flu that they say that you get. Yeah. And, um, so that sucked, (laughs) but, um, I mean, I, I like it so far. Like I, I, I feel that it's made like a big difference and I was always up like these five pounds and I like lost that like real quick, (laughs) but I mean, I'm trying to gain weight, but that, 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 those not like how I was, I didn't, I don't think I was, I looked cute. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I, I, I really love it. Like, I mean, I, the whole living on more fats than carbs like i'm loving that (laughs) and i think it's definitely a a, uh like a mental switch for people because we have such a close relationship with carbs and to kind of speak on if it fits your macros i mean i know that that was what segued me into sort of a uh the diets that i then transitioned into after that i think Uh that there's always that entry entry level thing that some people that's that is going to get people into either dieting and for me it was if it fits your macros however i used it in a way that i never tried to weave in like a pizza i used it as just a calorie counter mm-hmm. and i think it was because i was using that my fitness pal app and i yeah. was i was able to like scan barcodes and stuff so i kind of looked at it like well does this um, whole wheat bread fit my macros. Like I wasn't really looking at it. Like, can I fit a Snickers bar? So I guess maybe I had a more, maybe purist approach. I'm not really sure if that's the right term, Mm -hmm. but then when it comes to keto, I feel like that's very similar to, um, the paleo approach in the sense that it's meats Mm -hmm. and fats and almost no carbs or is keto like just straight up no carbs? No. Um, well, I, the way that I figured out like my macros for that, I allow, the, I don't do like full on keto. I do like mm-hmm. that cycling keto because not since I'm trying to like gain weight and gain muscle. So on the weekends, usually it's on the weekends. I'll have like a 
I mean, like good carbs. Like the other day I had, well, I don't know if it's really good carbs, but I mean, I had like jasmine rice the other day and, or I'll have like a sweet potato or like, you know, something like that. Or if I do want a hamburger from In-N-Out, I will go get a freaking hamburger from (laughs) (laughs) In-N-Out. That's a hard thing to pass on. Yeah. (laughs) But like, um, on, I want to say, um, during the week when I'm being a good girl, I'll have about 50 grams of carbs probably a day. But usually, like, people stick, like, to 20, around 20 on keto. Dang. That's rough. Yeah. That's, like, that, half a slice of toast, maybe? <laughs> I don't yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, uh, you could have two of, like, the light breads. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's rough. I, I mean, I don't think people really realize, like, when they do look at the macronutrients of foods that, you know, carbs and, and stuff like that, like, the amount of grams that you get per serving, it can add up ridiculously fast so as a female having i mean our calorie intake is different i think that if you were able to work off of my calorie intake you'd probably be loving life a little bit more yeah 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 Yeah, but you know when i was on if it fits your macros i was eating a lot i want to say i was eating close to like 300 grams of carbs like i was whoa yeah, I was eating. And that's when, honestly, that's when I was like in the best shape of my life. Yeah. Um, I was eating all the time, all <laughs> the time. Like, you know, I was like, I got to fit. Let me get on my on my phone and go on my fitness. I need to fill this and make sure I fit, hit this, yeah, hit yeah. that, you know. <laughs> but I was, e- I was honestly, I was eating a lot. I liked it. But for some reason, I don't know. I think, like I said, I think I was just allowing myself to, um, have this or that and i just i just wasn't i just couldn't i just felt like i didn't look as good as i did before when i was still kind of doing like the same thing so i felt like i just had to switch it up yeah i can agree with that because well filling out the my fitness pal i mean it gave me sort of a roadmap for the day like i didn't have Mm -hmm. to i didn't necessarily have to think about lunch or i didn't have to think about dinner because i already knew what i was going to be eating it was already calculated in my my day. And so I sort of had that, it was like at ease. But mm-hmm. when you're talking about, again, to touch on 20 grams of carbohydrates in a day, how long did it take you to then tap into energy levels from elsewhere? Because I know that after like a carb loading day prior to a deadlift, I have a ton of energy. Was there an, just an energy dump? Like, did you feel depleted once you made that shift into keto? Um, I want to say I felt like like no type of energy for like a week and a half, probably. Like I was getting like, and I felt like crap. Like <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't. Th- I was like, I can't handle. I was at work. I was dying. Like I was so <laughs> tired. And but then after, like, like I feel fine. Like I don't actually. I probably only had. I want to say probably like fifteen gram, fifteen grams of carbs. Like so far today but i mean i feel i'm like fine like i'm ready i could go to the gym right now (laughs) dang i mean there you go and again i think you know a lot of people listening they got to hear that kind of stuff because they might want to jump into keto and not you know by day six they're like i'm done whereas it's like if you made it to day seven or day eight you would totally be fine your body would just bounce right back and you're gonna get that energy so like how you said it's about a week you felt like crap when did you start you know, getting your legs under you and feeling that energy back again. 
Um, almost close to like it was like a, a week and a half, two weeks, and I was in that, and I felt great, and I kept watching like of course stuff on YouTube <laughs> about people saying that you need to just stick to it, like you're gonna feel like crap, but and yeah. after that, after that, then you'll feel fine. And I mean, I do like I feel great, like I you know like I just it's just that whole like the keto flu thing that that kills you. Yeah, but. It'll be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have intentions or have you already cycled, sort of cycled off it and cycled back on? Or is it something that you, you're intending to try to keep up with long term? That, see that, I'm not sure. Like, I'm I'm, I'm trying to like, I kind of want to get back to how I was before. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm not sure if I'm, because I still think about, I'm like, I don't know if I still, if I want to go back to if it fits your macros. It's just, I just. I, I'm not sure what I want to do, but I know for sure, like long, long for, I want to do this for a, a while, yeah. you know, and see what kind of changes it makes. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I mean, if it fits your macros again, it's a real slippery slope. It, you can really find yourself. I mean, I find myself, I'm not going to lie at BJ's brewery trying to fit a pizookie in. Exactly. That's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. And I guarantee you, anybody out there listening, a pazuki does not fit. Like you got to, yeah. maybe if you don't eat for two days, maybe two and a half days, <laughs> you can fit a pazuki in there. But no, I, I, I'm not going to say like, don't eat one. They're amazing. But still, yeah. it's not going to fit in your macros. It's just, it's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. See, that's what I was like. I can't go back to the, I, I don't know. It has to be like a while before I could my brain could be like, no, you cannot have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so fighting these, you know, hunger cravings and stuff like that. I mean, do you, do you find yourself susceptible? Like I, I know that me, I have like a, a real love hate relationship when it comes to food. I, I have a hard time saying no, somebody can just open the door right now and say, Hey, we're going to go get pizza. And it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, my stomach answers before I have a chance to think about it. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm actually pretty good on that. I've taught myself to do what really helped me was, um, the, my competitions. Oh, okay. You're forced mm-hmm. to not have any of that. But, um, the thing, honestly, the thing that kills me is sweets. Yeah. Like if somebody puts a Reese's like in front of me, like it will be gone. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my thing right there. Like the other day I went into, um, uh, out at my work, somebody, one of the our neighbors had a our mail, yeah. and when I walked in, they had a candy bowl, and oh, there was geez. like the little miniature Reeses, and I was like, "Girl, I was like, really, you're gonna have that in my face?" I she's like, "I'll oh, take as many as you want," and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna take one for sure." I was like, "Well, it's fine. It's just a little one." <laughs> oh man, that that's what kills me. Yeah, and that can be rough. I mean, for me, it's always Girl Scout cookies. If I oh. if I see them. Uh, four or five boxes minimum like i'm just like i don't play around i'm getting those cookies thin mints samoas (laughs) they're mine (laughs) i know them thin mints though they don't they don't mess around with those (laughs) and they get at you now too because uh, i mean i i thought i would be good on myself and it's like okay i'm not going to get your cookies today and i'm like i'm sorry i don't have any cash i only carried my card they're like oh we can read your card like wow (laughs) you, you guys don't make it easy do you so. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious! <laughs> yeah, I mean they're out here to get your money. So yeah, but, they are. Again, they're amazing cookies, and, <laughs> and so, 
switching gears off food a little bit, I kind of wanted to talk about the gym atmosphere and not to give like specific locations or anything because these places are all over. But mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about Planet Fitness because I know you okay. go. Yes, I go there. And I know you know that there's a maybe a little bit of a hate towards that type of gym from the fitness community. Why? I mean, has that been your experience or what's been your experience with that gym? Okay, so I see that whole like lunk. What is it? Lunk or the lunk alarm? Yeah, that I've seen that there. I've And you know what? I've actually I've gone there. I want to say probably like two years. Yeah. And I've only heard it go off maybe a handful of times. But honestly, I don't get why it went off because I didn't see anything going on that would make it go off so yeah. i don't know you know um but i do see that they have pizza there sometimes yeah pizza fridays isn't it i was i was just gonna ask you that too if that's a real thing it's a real thing because they have us <laughs> i mean i haven't been there when it happened but i saw a sign and it says for your achievement for reaching your goal and i'm like oh my gosh it's hell and they used to have uh, they used to have bagels but then they got rid of those <laughs> and then, um, but when you come into the gym, they have a big old candy bowl of Tootsie Rolls. What? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. And I, I mean, I, I'm not interested. If it was Reese's, maybe I would take one, but it's like Tootsie Rolls. Like, I don't got time for that. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, like, it's sweet, but I mean, that's like old man candy, you know? I'm not trying yes, to. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, like, I mean, that's like no problem for me. But, I mean, you know, I, I, I like that gym, actually. I like, and I also go to LA Fitness. Okay. And I'm really surprised that Planet Fitness is a lot cleaner than LA Fitness. And I pay like triple the, what I do at LA Fitness than I do at Planet Fitness. Oh, yeah. I went to LA Fitness when I was living in Southern California. And uh-huh. I have to admit, I wasn't, I wasn't really pleased with it. I, I didn't care for that gym. The atmosphere, it was just always packed, which is great for the gym, but it's like cardio equipment was 20-minute minimums, and yeah, well, the one that I was going to, it was busy like all the time. I was like, when when is the dead time so I can come then Mm -hmm. and, you know, lift some weights? And then they only had one squat rack, and then- Oh, Lord. Yeah, it was pretty bad, and I, I I had paid for the any gym- so I, yeah. I tried bouncing around to a couple of different ones while I was out there. And uh-huh. I'm a fan of 24-hour fitness, I guess, just because when I was living in Oxnard, that was sort of where I got started into mm-hmm. to weightlifting and just mm-hmm. on this path. Mm-hmm. And I had never had any problem with like a 24-hour fitness being too packed or just being like, I don't know, just had a better atmosphere. So when you say Planet Fitness is cleaner, has a better atmosphere, and it's a lot less expensive... I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely, I can definitely uh, side with you on that. Yeah, and that's why I go to because Planet Fitness it's busy, but Ally Fitness it's most of the time it's busier. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I keep my my Planet Fitness because the atmosphere over because like you said the atmosphere over at Ally Fitness like a lot of people they're kind of like rude <laughs> or they're like think they're all that yeah <laughs> so i was like i can't deal with that today so i'll just go to planet fitness where people are less likely to leave you alone over there <laughs> yeah 
And mine was like, it must have been like in a mini Hollywood kind of area. Like I felt like everybody, I would go in there and it's like, where are all these beautiful people from? This is just ridiculous. Like you got dudes looking like Brad Pitt. And I mean, right? it's like, what the, like I look out of place here. I look like a regular folk coming in here. Like, is this the right gym? Yes, exactly. That's how it is over there at LA Fitness. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but then again, I think that, Maybe Planet Fitness has that misconception or just that negative sort of vibe because of the fact that they have a lunk alarm and you have people that want to set that off on YouTube or try to, you know, do it for the gram. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I I personally feel that if you want to get into the gym and have a comfortable experience, that might be the best place for people. Or if money is an issue. I mean, yeah. try to find one that's less expensive. It, it's hard. Yeah, it is really hard, especially over here in L.A. All the gyms really hard to find like a gym that's like decently priced. Yeah. But I, I really like Planet Fitness. Like, I don't honestly, I don't get why people talk so much crap about it. Um, that machines are really nice. Nicer actually far like this. I mean, they're like the same as the ones over at at a. Uh, LA Fitness, but mm -hmm. they're the ones at LA Fitness. They're like dirty, yeah. And like you know, like it's it's. I have to carry around my own Clorox wipes over <laughs> at uh, <laughs> at LA Fitness because it's real. I'm telling you, it's disgusting. I was like, what the? And it's not like it's in a bad area. It's like in the marina. Like it's not <laughs> nice area. Like you would think that it'd be clean over there. <laughs> I had put that question out there too on the gram, like asking a uh, question of the day. Does it bother you? Would it bother you more to have weights all over the weight room just left behind or on the rack or a sweaty piece of gym equipment? And oh, more, <laughs> yeah, more people said wipe your equipment off. Like, seriously, that's nasty. It's really gross. Like, and I see people like, and I don't know. My brother was because my brother's friends with a lot of the people over at LA Fitness, and he was, and I told him, I was like, why don't they have like, over at um, Planet Fitness, they have spray yeah. and and uh, paper towels. I was like, why don't they have that at Planet Fitness? And he was like, oh, because somebody dropped it one time and they slipped on it. <laughs> and I was like, really? That's what the waiver's for. Exactly. I was like, because of that, I was actually going to go complain to them because, like, seriously, it's gotten to a point where, like, sometimes when I want to go do sit-ups on the mat, I can't because it's so disgusting. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that's nasty. I, I, I can't handle. <laughs> You're like, I cannot today. I cannot do this. Exactly. I was like, I'm going to Planet Fitness. Forget it. <laughs> and then, again, I mean, every gym has its place. I mean, Planet Fitness, it's going to get your foot in the door. I think it has enough mm -hmm. of the equipment that you need. And when if you're looking to step it up, like if you're looking to maybe squat heavy or deadlift, well, yes. clearly that's not the facility for you to do that. You need to find exactly. a facility to do that. And I don't even think a commercial gym is the correct place for that. There are powerlifting gyms down in Southern California. and I mean, there's Barbell Brigade. There's uh, a couple other ones. I think um, the Zoo, uh, Bradley Martin's facility, you can do that there as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of strength training facilities, and I think that people should seek those out. Because, again, trying to deadlift with those octagonal plates is like you're looking to just bust your shins up with that 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so is it true that in Planet Fitness, the weights only, the free weights only go up to 55 or the dumbbells? And do they not have squat racks? They do not have squat racks. That's why I went to <laughs> LA Fitness because I was like, what the hell? <laughs> um, so I, I, no, I actually think, um, no, they go up heavier than 55. Okay. Well, maybe I'm confusing it with like a Hilton hotel or something like that. You know, those no, hotel because gyms. I heard that. I heard that too about Planet Fitness, but mine does not. It goes heavier. Oh, okay. I want to say, I know for sure on like the easy bar, it goes to like 70 or si- no, 80. I think oh, it's okay. 80. It's some heavyweight, some heavyweight right so there. So some heavy. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> heavy. 80 pounds, yeah. That's some heavyweight, yeah. I could work but with the that. Dumbbell, yeah. <laughs> the dumbbells, I want to say probably 82 maybe or oh, 70. Okay. Yeah, some of these gyms, I mean, the one that I go to, 125 pounds on the dumbbells. Which is pretty good. I mean, I'm not dumbbell rowing that. That's pretty heavy. Yeah, that's heavy. <laughs> Shoulder shrugging, I'm a little past that. So yeah. fortunately, they have a shrug machine where I can just rack up 45-pound plates and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. So have you, has there been anything? Well, I guess not really because you do have two gym memberships. And I was going to ask you if there's been uh, so like what the limiting factor has been. Or maybe you can't answer that. What has been the limiting factor? for Planet Fitness and what is the limiting factor other than dank equipment (laughs) at LA Fitness? (laughs) Okay, so my limiting factor for sure over at LA Fitness is the busyness of everything and how people, I I always, always, I have to switch up my my workout. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this, this, this. But when I get there, it's all taken. Yeah. So I always have to like switch it up and figure out how I could do that, work out this muscle on the different exercise, you know, and at Planet Fitness, um, honestly, there's not really any thing that like limits me. The only thing really is like if I really want to do like hip thrust or something like that. Yeah. The um, Smith machines are always taken. Always. (laughs) always <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's and, at then smith machine exactly on. and then like the 80 pound easy bar is like not gonna re- i mean i I could do it but i mean i want to go heavy so <laughs> that's like the only re- that's like probably like the only like the limiting like factor over at uh, uh planet fitness yeah and you mentioned at LA fitness sort of just the busyness and having to adapt your workout. I know that for myself that that's definitely, you have a game plan going into it. It's like, I'm going to do chest day. I'm going to start with flat bench and then incline and flat bench is taken. So you do incline, then you want to go to flat and well, it's taken. So you try to skip to your next one and that one's taken. How, I mean, is it, how have you, found that being able to adapt has has changed your approach to working out because I know that a lot of people if they get on that wrong footing right out the gate it's like the workout's ruined I'm just gonna leave or forget this I used to be like that like because I didn't I I, honestly I didn't know like how oh well how am I gonna do this I well that machine's taken how am I gonna be able to do this and do that 
So, but on a, again, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching lots of videos on there, reading a lot. I love reading fitness magazines and just like learning from there. It, it's helped me a lot. Yeah. And then the, also the bands. If you have bands with you, you could that though that could help you like with a lot of your workouts. Like let's say like the abductor machine is taken, you could just I mean it's you can't go as heavy on the bands, but I mean yeah. you could work it out like on there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that. And yeah. so you're I mean, with these gyms in Southern California, I know that I had dabbled a little bit in CrossFit and there's been like a sense of community there with the uh, working out. And mm-hmm. I know that in, it's been my experience doing these podcasts and, and working out with other people in the local fitness community that it's sort of building a community. Is there that down there at your gyms or is it real just, it's this is California, we just don't talk to each other <laughs> out here. Don't make too much eye contact. <laughs> Okay, to be honest, I'm one of those people that, like, I do not make eye contact. Like, so you don't want to be approached at the gym. Like, even, like, I'm not saying, clearly creeper dudes are probably going to approach, but by another female or anybody. Oh, no, like, that's fine. If girls want to approach me, that's fine. And girls have approached me. And, like, of course, I'm going to talk to them, but it's mostly, like, the creeper guys. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, but I go there, I put my headphones on, like, I don't look at anybody. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not, like, the the B word. <laughs> I'm trying not to cuss, but um, I have a mouth of a sailor, so it's oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, thank you that you know this yes. podcast will be able to go out to a broader audience. You know, children yes. can listen to this if they want to. I've had exactly. a few where I've had to label them explicit. So, I mean, if you yes. did, just letting you know, fewer people would probably hear it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to be like the B word. Yeah. And- and to to everyone, but it's just like I go there because I since I have such little time to work out, yeah. like I'm not there to have conversations. Like I'm there to like to do what I have to do. But I mean, um, like if people come up to me and they're not like being creeper, like yeah, I'm gonna like talk to them or you know, if like. But sometimes like girls like come up to me and and stuff, and like they'll like ask me about like what I'm doing and stuff. Like I'll talk to them like then, but. Usually I just, I, I keep to myself. <laughs> yeah. And I can agree with that because again, I mean, as a parent, I I have limited time and I remember speaking with uh, Albert and Lizzie Dollinger on a podcast about, mm-hmm. you know, them getting into the gym and they've even said it themselves. Sometimes you only have 30 minutes to get a workout in. And so if someone's going to come and try to talk to you, not to be rude, but I do have a family to get back to, or I do have work yep. that I have to go to. So, yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, but usually at the gym, like, I always see people just, like, keeping to themselves. It's not really, like, how CrossFit is. Yeah. The community and everything, you know, and, like, the family. But, um, yeah, the gyms that I go to, it's just every usually everybody keeps to themselves. <laughs> and... I kind of want to switch gears and I want to touch on sort of, well, for one, your IG handle, Disney Fit Mama, uh-huh. and your passion for Disney. Yeah. Because I feel like not only is there a passion for fitness, but there's equally, if not more, a passion for Disney. And where does that derive from? Where does that come from for you? 
Um, I was born with Disney in my veins. (laughs) (laughs) I was born in a Disney castle. Yes, that would be awesome. (laughs) But like basically, like ever since I was born, like my family has always been about Disney. Yeah. Um, My parents like loved Disney. Um, I think it was my mom um, that then my dad, of course, had to love it because my mom loved it. (laughs) Interesting how it happens that way. But I mean, yeah, right. I can agree. (laughs) So it's just ever since I was born, like I've just always been around Disney. Yeah, I definitely have always had an appreciation for it. I think that growing up as a kid, I remember seeing some Disney movies in the theater. I think Mm -hmm. I may I may have seen Snow White. I'm not sure, but I can guarantee that I did go to the theater to see The Lion King. And that's one of the first Disney animated films that I I remember vividly seeing. And then having that soundtrack on cassette and singing it with my cousins, it was just... Yes. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It was a whole thing. (laughs) And I mean, I don't know. I'm a real fan of the cartoons, of the animated series. I know it's probably an insane amount of work to to have to draw all that stuff. But where does your heart sort of stand? Is it more with the classics or are you finding yourself enjoying or leaning more towards a lot of the newer stuff? You know, you have Moana, you have Coco. I mean, these digital animated films. Um, I like more, honestly, like the classics. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love like every Disney movie. <laughs> I don't discriminate. Yeah. But I love my classics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the stories. I mean, Beauty and the Beast. I mean, that's that's definitely a classic right there. I was yeah. never really a fan of uh, Snow White. I'm just saying. I'm not sure if this draws any lines in the sand right now, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, Watch like, you're like, mm, talking mm. about Snow White right now? <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean. You know, seeing the seeing the whole Disney thing come to fruition and just, you know, Disneyland. And I think um, in December, um, I'll be taking my son out there for the oh, first nice. time. So it should be it should be pretty hype. I don't yes. know where he saw it, if he saw a commercial or something. But I just remember I came to the living room one day and he's like, oh, we're going to Disneyland. And I was like, what are we like? Or are you planning the trip right now? Where did you see this? Where'd you hear about this? But uh-huh. he already seems pretty hyped for it. He's a huge fan of Mickey and all those uh, Disney TV shows and stuff like that. I love it. Well, if you need <laughs> any tips or anything, you can let me know. I'm there all the time. <laughs> I heard that there's like secret Disney stuff. Like, I mean, I've been to Disneyland like a handful of times myself. Mm-hmm. And I hear like there's all kinds of secret stuff, like pins and or buttons or i I don't know like secret hidden mickeys throughout the park secret hidden mickeys for sure like around the park um i have to see i have to see what's in my my son has a book and about all like the secret hidden stuff over there i have to let you know so you could um get that book so you and your son because they have it so they could like look at the park and all that but i'll let you know what's the name of the book so you could yeah because it's like there's like so many different layers to it now yes and then there's like different places where you could get this secret food or like you know like you yeah just have, you have to know you have to know <laughs> i know i worked with a woman who was like the you know your typical disney fan like she had a year pass park pass every year 
and it was like, okay, well, you're a big fan. And I think she had a Disney themed wedding with her husband. And I was like, wow, yeah, you're, you're really into this. So she would talk about some of these things. And I'm like, you mean it's not just a park with rides and expensive food? Like it does more to it than that, that I've been missing yeah. out on. And it's like, now I've got to go back so I can experience that too. Yes. <laughs> it's much more than that. <laughs> so it's if you had to <laughs> so if you had to give us your top five, your top five Disney Disney movies, what would they be? Well, for sure, Aladdin. That yeah, is yeah, that was pretty awesome. Favorite. <laughs> great movie, great video game too. Yes, I agree. Um, then I would say Sleeping Beauty. She's my f- second favorite. Um, of course, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Mulan. Oh, yeah. I just saw that. That was on Netflix, actually. Yes, I love Mulan. And they're coming out with the the live action one, which I'm excited for. And then um, let me see. My last one would probably be... I'm pretty sure they're all like really close, too. Like, even though it's like one through five, they're probably like one, 1. 1.1, 1. 1.2. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> they're all tops. Yes, exactly. So I'm like trying to see what would be like my... My last one, I don't know, because I have, like, so many favorites. But if I had to pick one, probably Coco, because I really like that movie. Yeah. I think that that one really sang true. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. going into the theater and watching that one and, you know, just the whole Hispanic culture to be to have that story (laughs) sort of told and to be told by Disney. I mean, of all places, it's like a huge, a huge company. It's a huge deal. Yeah. But also Moana, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'd seen that, like, too much. Too much. <laughs> well, now my baby, she's obsessed with that movie. Like, that's the one movie that she will sit down and watch. So Yeah. Well, when my son was two, I want to say I saw Moana over 100 times in, like, a three-month <laughs> span. Like, we would watch it, and then he'd be like, again? Let's, yeah. let's let's go let's do it again like i'm i'm reciting line for line right. i'm singing the songs with them we're doing the whole <laughs> you know reading the stars and the distance and <laughs> i mean it was real and <laughs> it's like he's having a an, another a newfound love for it too because now yes. he i'll put the tv on and either he'll want to because he'll see what we recently watched on netflix and he'll be like oh the grinch or say oh moana Let's see that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it again. Yes. <laughs> but you touched on, or you mentioned the um, live action version, and they've done that for a couple now. And I think that's sort of the direction that they're going to be going with mm-hmm. some of these films, or if not all of them. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How do you? Because I have a, I have a, my own personal bias against remakes altogether. Me too. I feel like it can really diminish the mm-hmm. originals intent and message uh when you try to remake something and then they try to add like a little twist Mm -hmm. or they take out like important parts yeah and so what was it i think what was it beauty and the beast was that the first one that they did live action or i was it beauty and the beast no cinderella was it cinderella you know i don't even count that one like that one it seemed like it came out and then it went away but i remember the actor he was from Game of Thrones, and yeah, I, I remember that one now. Yeah, um, I think that was the first one. I I, I want to say that one was the first one. 
but Beauty and the Beast, I mean, I liked it, but I mean, you can't compare any of those to the original. Like, you can't. Like, there's yeah. no comparison, you know what I mean? And sometimes it makes me really angry on who they pick to play the characters. I'm like, why yeah. did they pick her? Like, she doesn't even look close. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're not a fan of who played Belle. That's fine. Yeah, or Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean, but I mean, yeah. Well, we have we we build such tight relationships with these characters. Even when it comes to like reading a book, you've already Mm -hmm. got in your head kind of like who that character is and how they act and their mannerisms. And then when somebody from Hollywood tries to step into those that role, it's like, oh, was that the right choice or ah? Well, I on the Aladdin one that they're coming out with. Will Smith is going to be playing the genie, which I think that that he would be. He's a good match for the genie, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, is he going to be? Is he going to be CGI blue and no legs? Like, that's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, I that because you know you picture the genie like that. So yeah, yeah, because I don't I don't get how else they're going to like portray him other than that because the genie that's what he's known. But I mean, his personality does go kind of along with the the genie in my opinion and i mean is will smith even gonna step it up and be as hype as robin williams was yeah that's that's the thing too that's that is he gonna reinvent it yeah i'm I'm sure he's gonna reinvent it in his own way because there's no way that somebody could come close to robin williams in that movie in my opinion (laughs) yeah definitely man i I had no idea will smith was gonna be that character and now that i know uh like, I was happy that, like, Aladdin and I think The Little Mermaid are two that I definitely want to see in live action. But again, I think I, I have close relations with those characters as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, now that I hear Will Smith is going to be the genie, it's like, ah, I don't really know if I want to see this now. No, I think he'll be fine. I mean, he's a funny guy. I think he'll be fine. <laughs> but, I mean, he has, like, pretty big shoes to fill with because of Robin Williams. Yeah. That wouldn't you know. that have been nuts. Like if Robin, I mean, if Robin was still around and they made that movie and they called him to like come and repraise that role, but in live action, like that would have been just so full circle with the entire movie. But my okay, so funny story that Robin Williams was on time. They were filming a movie where we used to live, and Robin Williams was over at our house. Well, because like <laughs> they 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 were he was because where we our house was, they were like having like feeding the the crew and all that yeah in our driveway <laughs> and he was there and i was like oh my gosh mom i was like i want to go get his autograph like i was like that's fucking i'm sorry <laughs> that's robin williams <laughs> wow. and then um so this she, episode oh, is I, now rated explicit no i'm just joking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i can edit that one out <laughs> yes and then um i was like i want to go get the aladdin movie signed and my mom was like and my parents told me no they were like there was something that was like that went on with him in that movie. I don't know what happened, but they, Disney had like a disagreement with him. And like, mm. it was like a big old, like there was like some lawsuit. I don't know, something. I never really looked it up, but I was like, I know. Yeah. So I never got to. <laughs> oh, geez. That's a bummer. <laughs> I know. I mean, I saw him. He was a really nice guy, but, and he, he was really nice when I talked to him, but poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think we're definitely, we definitely talked about a lot. We definitely got. Yes. We definitely got to know you a little bit better. And that's what I, I think is pretty cool because, I, like I said, I've seen you on your Instagram and I see you, you're getting it in, you're getting out there and you're, you're living a fit life. 
you're doing the mom thing. And I just hope that a lot of what you have to say today inspires a lot of those who are listening to it at whatever time they are. Yeah, I and, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and as a mother and as a just a fitness enthusiast, I mean, is there anything that you want to say or that you want to leave the people listening with? Um, just that, um, about like the whole time thing, like you, do, you can't use that you don't have time to do this or to do that. Like, I honestly, I think I kind of do like a lot. Like I, I work full time. I'm going to school full time and I have three kids and I, I still make sure I have time to go to the gym, whether it's like going to the actual gym or I'm working out at home. Like there's, there's no excuse. And like the whole, well, I can't eat this because I'm out over here. Like usually wherever you go out, there's always some type of substitution you could do, you know? Yeah. So just try not to have like excuses for why you can't, um, attain your, your goal. I like that. And I want to thank you again for coming onto the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. And where can people reach you? Where can people find you? Clearly, I'm going to add links in the description. I'm going to promote this episode. So you guys should know by now. But where can people find you? Well, I usually, I, I have like a Facebook. I don't really go on it anymore. Who but, does? Um, nobody does. <laughs> I don't. Exactly. Like nobody does. I was like, nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, on my Instagram at Disney underscore Fit Mama, that's where everybody could find me. <laughs> Awesome. Well, again, thank you for being on the podcast. And thank you to those of you guys out there listening. I want to thank you guys for making it to the end. Be sure to leave a like, leave a comment, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Yes.